Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. This is Katerina St. Clair, founder and CEO of the Miracle Advantage Method. If you're new to our method or a radio show, then uh, you may wonder, what is the Miracle Advantage Method? The Miracle Advantage Method uses color therapy, sound, essential oils, and other healing tools, Miracle Touch, and Miracle Emotional Releasement Techniques in order to help people obtain optimal health. This is the second in the series of our Empowering uh, People and uh, this week we have a very wonderful guest speaker. Um, let's get right to it. Please help me welcome Gwendolyn Rose from Seattle, Washington. Gwendolyn recently became a published author as well as being the first guest on Chris Turner's new life radio show called on Past Life Regression. Gwen will share her experience of rapid spiritual awakening, including having found a large number of her own past lives, which she's going to share with us today. And in the process of learning about her past lives, she's used this to write metaphysical fiction books. And uh, so with that said, let's welcome Gwendolyn. Hello, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, Katerina. Thank you so much for inviting me to join you today. Oh, well, we've talked on occasion several times, and I knew that you were just a perfect fit for this series. Well, thank you. Uh, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and I know that just, you know, speaking with you over the past uh, several months that um, you have found approximately 50 of your own past lives. Now, I know you're not going to tell us about all 50 this evening, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about how you woke up spiritually and, and how you, you got on this past life regression uh, journey? Yes, I'd, I'd be happy to. And I'll be honest, it was not my intent. It was not through um, just some some great plan. It was really very unintentional. And now that I've got a couple years perspective on what happened back in 2010 it's 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 really kind of amusing and i just i feel like we're all taken care of very very wonderfully by by spirit and by god um what what happened was i placed an ad um in match and was just looking to meet um a new wonderful man i had been divorced for six or seven years and my kids were getting a little bit older, and I just was looking to meet someone. And very much to my surprise, um, what started happening was I called in not only a soulmate, when I didn't even really know what a soulmate was or was sure that they existed, mm-hmm. but I called in my primary soulmate. And that was just very um, meant to meant to happen and he used the term life between lives, and he just literally abbreviated it as LBL um, in his match profile, which very wow. few people would have would have gotten that reference. But kind of kind of picture a, a, a dog going hunting. All of a sudden, I like came to attention. Went, whoa, what's that? <laughs> that's that's really important to me. <laughs> I don't know what dog, it is, huh? but, but I know it's important to me. And I just Googled it and immediately found Life Between Lives, um, which is Dr. Michael Newton, um, who wrote The Journey of Souls and Destiny of Souls, um, his technique for four-hour spiritual regression. 
And I I wrote to this um, individual who I didn't even know <laughs> and answered answered his ad on, on Match and said, does LBL happen to stand for Life Between Lives? And he said yes, and it just it just started from there. So it was in a very kind of unusual way. Wow, that's a wonderful story. I've never heard anybody, <laughs> uh, especially becoming a pointer. Wow, here it is. <laughs> yeah, this oblique oblique little little reference. <laughs> mm. Oh wow. Um, so when you woke up spiritually can you tell us a little bit more about how that evolved or how that happened yes. I mean, did you just wake up one morning and say oh i'm awake <laughs> oh oh heck no it wasn't nearly that it wasn't nearly that attractive or nearly that neat <laughs> mm. it, it went through a, a lot more of a process um what what occurred was it it, it took it took several years i mean i, I think I think some some people are are awake when they're children. I believe most mm-hmm. people are, and some people stay awake. Um, but those those individuals might be more um, few and far between. I know I know you're you're one of them, um, <laughs> and and some other folks just we we turn it off. We just lose that knowledge that we're an eternal soul and and. I think there's societal and, and familial conditioning that just can take over or, or whether it's, um, you know, workforce or friends or whatever, we just lose that sense of it. Um, but because uh, life between lives requires a pathway progression, um, that, was, that was what got me started. And I also met um, a wonderful um, psychic who became a friend um and her name is is Darcy Pariso and she she kind of took me aside and I I barely knew her and she kindly offered to to do a session for me at no charge and I thought gee who is who is this neat interesting lady I just felt very <laughs> very drawn to her and she was a a good piece of the puzzle and she helped me put um, the pieces together of, of what I was doing with that past life and helps mm-hmm. me prep for the life between lives, which I had with a Newton therapist. Um, and it just kind of launched from there. Um, so again, I think there were lots of lots of soul contracts, and I just feel very fortunate, and it rolled along over those um, next few years since then, and it was a, a two- or three-year process of, of really waking up spiritually. Oh, okay. So it did take a matter of of time. Um, I know that yes. with with my uh, awakening, uh, like you said, I was awake when I was a child, but there was a lot of fear that was instilled, you know, in in not sharing or not uh, letting people know that uh, you know you got this or received words of knowledge, uh, information. So, um, you know, I, I kind of shut it down for many years, like you were talking, and uh, yes, it. Um, but it's come back. <laughs> yes, yes, it sure has. And I've heard other people describe that too. I, I, I know I specifically um, shut it down in 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 junior high and high school. Again, mm-hmm. similar to you, through an experience um, that was that caused me to become very fearful, and because they're just. There just wasn't um, any support or interest for it. I, I wouldn't have even known where to go to look for a psychic, and that just wasn't something my family did, and that just wasn't done in the 1970s, maybe, no. at least in the world I was in. Um, Me so I, I, I shut it down um, until my, mm-hmm. my late 40s, um, as I said, through this you know funky way of spirit uses what they can, and if, if someone's starting to to date or whatever they might be starting to explore or through whatever experience. It's very interesting how how things just come all around for us in the way we need them. I know. It, it sure is. Uh, God has a way of uh, opening many doors. <laughs> and yes. sometimes we're going, which direction should I go? Because we have so many opportunities now that we didn't right. have in, during that childhood period. Um, so I want to... Let's let's kind of start looking at some of your past lives and 
uh, tell me a little bit about them and and what did you learn from them and um, you know how how did you validate what what you learned. How did you know yeah. that this was real real for you or you had yeah. this uh, past life? Oh, that is that is just the perfect question, Katerina, because um, I'll be honest, I was very skeptical. I, I, I've had my MBA degree since I was 22, and maybe that, maybe that explains a lot right there. <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> just that, that, that left brain, and, and if yes. it doesn't fit in a spreadsheet, I'm kind of cocking my head to the side going, wow, what do I do with this? Mm, exactly. um, and just just having dialed down that um, intuition in, in a lot of ways and and not really um, believing in, in just seeing patterns and synchronicities and other things that I now just kind of more relax and pay more attention to um, things like that and what's going on in the natural world and in nature. So the way I started was with um, a formal past life regression, and I did have that um, in 2011, and I was just very fortunate. Um, I, I met with Dr. Dominique um, Glaub, who here in Seattle, and she trained with Dr. Michael Newton. And the process was just for us simply to meet for two hours and see how I did with, with hypnotherapy. You know, was I, was I someone who could just relax and go with it? I mean, we really didn't have this big agenda or objective, which I think would have been... Um, uh, you know, not a good, not a good setup. So mm-hmm. we just agreed to meet and see what would happen, which was a good way to go at it. And sure. to my amazement, um, I was able to relax, which I didn't think I would do well with because I didn't meditate yet at that time, and really was completely new to it. Um, turns mm-hmm. out, new to it in this life, it's a matter mm-hmm. of re-remembering. <laughs> right. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that at that time. And I found two lives. I mean, in that short two hours, wow. We worked on we worked on this current life, and we just mm-hmm. practiced. And I was able to find two, and it was just amazing. And mm. right at that point, I I did go ahead and and schedule the life between lives with her, which again was a bit of an unusual path. Most people would have many more um, past life regressions, but I instead booked the Life Between Lives a year out, which was wow. the longest she'd ever had anybody book one out. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't go for any more. And I didn't know why. I just knew I needed time. I didn't know time for what. Um, <laughs> but the experience is all filled in perfectly. Um, I went for Reiki sessions um, with, with several friends, including Darcy Pariso and Russ Sullivan, and just fantastic Reiki masters, and that started bringing in um, some of it. And I met Lori Regan, who's an intuitive artist, and more of it just started coming in there. And she started sketching some of my past lives. And when someone starts sketching you in a past life, your jaw just drops. Mm. Because, again, it's not a matter of being convinced. I mean, she doesn't know the individual is necessarily she may or may not get a message with it for you but it's up to you to discern um, from from all these Um, so those sorts of things happening Um, also I did choose to have a consult with an astrologer Um, she found some past lives and again it just resonated in my gut it's not Mm -hmm. someone telling me a story I would just Mm -hmm. feel tingles in my body I would just I would just hear you know truth I would just hear yes you know I was Mm -hmm. just starting to hear spirit without really fully recognizing what that was Mm -hmm. Um, I had a numerology a numerologist consult and that was very powerful she again found past lives so essentially each and every person I was meeting with was finding them and then well, it was up one. to me, you know, to validate was it was it true or not. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. I I know that uh, we are often uh, guided to the people that we need to speak with and uh, get knowledge from, and it sounds like you definitely were were guided in the right direction uh, for you know your past life regression information for sure. Very um, much so. 
Yes, uh, it's very clear that you were, and the, and that in itself is a, a proof of God's presence, and 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 that everything comes together at the correct time, and and uh, I just love seeing uh, all those conjunctions coming together in a point. Um, I agree. <laughs> what's what's that um what's that lovely quote about when the student's ready that the teacher will appear? Yeah. And and that's what started to really occur. And then um through through Darcy I met Robin Alexis who did become a formal spiritual teacher to me and that oh. just started to really, really make a difference. And I also met Karen Downing, who is another spiritual teacher through Lori Reagan. So each person was leading me to the next person I needed to meet. And exactly. it, it, just, it just all led to me learning to meditate, to trust my dreams, to remember some of my dreams, to not short myself so much on sleep because then I don't remember any of them because I haven't slept long enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just it, it got to the point where I myself became a, a past life reader and that's why I've wow. just got this incredible um, number of them. I, I, the reason I say approximately 50 is I stopped counting. It's just, no. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not about the number. It's just, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, happy to know what I'm what I'm told from spirit. I just trust mm-hmm. it for my highest and best good. And I trust I'll be shown it if there's something I need to learn or heal or or release. Exactly. Or just to, to enjoy or to remember a skill I used to have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That that has happened to me as well. So I know exactly what you're saying there. Being re- being able to release um uh, a previous lifetime of um, issues with my throat, my uh, thyroid, um, when I realized or was yes. led, uh, to realize uh, what had happened during a certain time period in my life. I'm not going into it because this, this is your show, baby. <laughs> um, it, after I realized what it was and my um, guru uh, worked with me, uh, the uh, thyroid issue completely disappeared. So, uh, you know, I I believe in healing with past lives and also ancestral DNA releasement, too. Yes. I I just think it's amazing. Um, I I just believe that our our soul has an eternal memory, and that's Mm -hmm. why we can carry some energetic blockages. Again, we we carry gifts forward, too, but there's also some um, things that we just don't need anymore. So being able to release that when it's showing up as disease or or showing up as as chronic pain or whatever it whatever it might be doing that we don't need. That's that's true, very true. Um, so you know we've been beating around the bush about your your fifty different uh, past lives. So let's talk about some of them now. Uh, what kind of lessons or what themes, were there certain kind of themes that you were seeing as you started learning about these past lives or lessons that you felt like, oh, I need to, I've learned this lesson and now I've released this issue with my body and was able to heal? Um, you know, for example, what were some of your past lives that you'd like to tell us about today? Sure. Um, there's definitely been, been some themes and some of the most surprising ones that have come up was I just had no idea I had been a healer previously and oh. that one just really really came out of left field for me. And when I mentioned that to um, a few of my closest friends who are also on this path, they they just, most of them found that very, very amusing and said, you didn't know really? that. You missed, you missed that one. <laughs> you know, sometimes we can be too close to it ourselves. I just, mm-hmm. I just had gotten so shut down in that area, and I've also been very gratified to find um, quite a series of lives, either as a full-time writer or married to a writer or both, mm-hmm. or where writing was at least a portion um, of my life. So that that's been just. Um, really instrumental in helping me move forward because writing takes a lot of discipline. It's very lonely work, and 
I tend to be more extroverted than that, and I've also got a pretty um, busy, wonderful life, so it's it's hard to carve out the time and the discipline to um, to get it done. So that's that's been very helpful for me to know those sorts of themes. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the most a couple of examples, specific examples of what's mm-hmm. been the most meaningful is there's a series of four or five lives where I've actually been able to make what I call a past life pilgrimage and go visit the location where I had a past life before. Um, And that's been wonderful. So I was able to go last summer back to Plymouth Plantation, um, which is a living history museum in Massachusetts um, that is the Colonial America location um, of where uh, we first came over from England. So that was that was a big deal, and I'll I'll get into more detail about that. Um, also, I found a past life um, out close to where I'm living now um, in Oregon, so just oh. to the south of me, as a wagon train leader, having gone mm-hmm. through Oregon. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting because that's another thing a lot of us kind of learn about in the dusty old history books back in elementary or junior high, and you know may not so be that think- interested. So you think that's maybe a reason why you moved to the area? Uh, I know Washington's close to Oregon. So, very, um, very. You're hitting the nail on the head. Very, mm-hmm. very much so. I also mm-hmm. found um, a past life as a medicine woman out in La Push, Washington State, which is on mm. the very um, far coast, um, what's called the shipwreck coast of the northwest corner of the country. So again, right in my area, it was driving mm-hmm. distance. Mm-hmm. And I found a past life at Multnomah Falls, just a little bit south of me in Oregon. So again, hmm. four four hour drive, mm-hmm. and one I have not visited yet. But again, as a day trip, is in Othello, Washington. So I I definitely was called back here. I've just been surprised and very gratified. And now I understand. The minute I arrived here in '93 and moved here, and I'd only been on one trip out here before we decided to relocate, it felt like home. Now I yes. understand why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Been here at least four or five times before. So that was <laughs> that was just very, very um, gratifying and just, just really puts a smile on my face to get to live in such a beautiful, um, wonderful part of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- so. I mean, that's amazing that you were drawn back there and then discovered those past lives. Yes. Um, uh, do you think that there is a purpose that you relocated there, or, or uh, you want to share some more examples with us uh, about some more past lives, even, and tell um, us how they connect into this life as well? Sure, sure. It's yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. I'll have to process that for a little bit. Um, what I what I really had to do first, what became very difficult, and I became very stuck on um, in the process of, of waking up was I was kind of on a, on a I was on a, a great roll of going through the past life regression late 2011, did the life between lives 2012 in December, and then I had the astrologer and the numerologist, like I was doing kind of one big thing a month um, mm-hmm. early in 2013. And then I I um I got into what I'll call a, a healing opportunity. Um, I I don't like and I'm I'm not using the term um, healing crisis anymore because it is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And had a very surprising um, phone call um, with one of my best friends, and she let me know something that just really. Um, changed my world and I had a lot of difficulty um, accepting at first yet at the same time I I knew it was true and what she let me know was um, she'd had a very surreal experience with a ghost um, being in her home and it was not something she was expecting or had dealt with before Um, this friend and I had been waking up at the same time Mm-hmm. Um, and turned out that um, we've been we've been mother and daughter and 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 best friends in other lives before, including um, back in um, 
Plymouth Plantation in the 1600s. And what she told me on the phone that day, and I knew it was difficult to tell me, was that the ghost that she had spent uh, a good half hour um, working hard to remove from her house, mm-hmm. she described as a as a, mm-hmm. a young female, like late teens, early 20s, very heartbroken female oh. ghost, was me. Wow. And that really rocked my world because... And neither of us really knew what to do with that because we didn't realize that one can reincarnate again and Mm -hmm. still has um, one's own ghost here. I just had never thought about it. I had not really thought that much about whether ghosts Mm -hmm. existed. I hadn't hadn't formed a strong position on that. (laughs) Well, I could have had some early experience (laughs) with that, with the ghosts and things. But, yeah, I know that seems very, uh, I I don't know what I would do if someone told me that um, I was a ghost and I was alive today. I have no idea. So you'll have to tell us some more about that. I didn't know what box to put that in. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I know what box I tried to put it in. I tried to put it in Pandora's box and shove the lid back on. Okay. And it doesn't work <laughs> like that. Once mm-hmm. you know something, you know it, and you might as yeah. well deal with it as constructively as you can. Um, because, <laughs> terrible pun, it's going to haunt you if you don't. Um, <laughs> you've got you've to gotta do something with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I slept on it, and when I woke up in the morning, I, I knew it was true, and I, I thanked her for telling me. And then we did work as a team a little bit trying to figure out who exactly had I been and, and she had some information and, mm-hmm. and I I worked with it too. And bit by bit um, over the next couple of weeks, I figured out um, the ship's captain's name who had brought me over to Plymouth had been the same ship captain that brought her over and we realized we had been best friends at Plymouth Plantation. And next I was able to figure out the ship's name that I was was on through just kind of Mm -hmm. a a series of events, Um, you know, prayer. And and again, I wasn't Mm -hmm. meditating yet at that time, so I didn't have that wonderful tool, but some Internet research and just different things. Mm -hmm. And then... A very amusing part, I was trying to figure out my name because you can't, I, I find it hard to get very far without knowing my name in a, in a, in a life. And I was in the shower one morning and, and you know how that's often your, your best thoughts of the day. You're just, yeah. you're, you're in there and you're relaxed and you're kind of open to, open to spirit and you may have just woken mm-hmm. up. You you're, don't have your defenses up. And I kept hearing check the roles and I'm thinking roles I don't have any roles in the oven and I'm I'm being very literal about this genealogy I'll I'll, I'll bake I'll bake something in the morning for my daughters or whatever I'm like what I don't have roles in the oven I didn't Mm -hmm. know that there were ships roles passenger Mm -hmm. lists Mm -hmm. didn't know that term so it was very funny. So I'm mm-hmm. having this conversation kind of silently shouting back and forth with spirit. What roles? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and that was just finally, their time period. <laughs> finally, they must have, you know, I, I got Google or I heard Internet or, mm-hmm. or you know, check the computer. or mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. finally realized to look for passenger lists because I knew the captain name and I knew mm-hmm. the ship name, but I was all brand new to this. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, um, I was able to find myself and find my family's name. And just wow. the feeling of, of relief. And wow. then I was able to just, you know, really give thanks for that and mm-hmm. verify it with my friend. And, and it was just tracking for her, too. And then I mm-hmm. could figure out what had gone wrong and why in the world um, did I still have a ghost 
300 and plus years later, you know, what was, what was occurring. Um, so I was able to learn the lesson. And the lesson was um, I needed to let go of just the, the wrong man, being in love with the wrong man in, oh. in the wrong lifetime. And I had come over on that ship when I was a 12-year-old um, little girl with my, my sisters, with four sisters and my stepmother, mm-hmm. and we were rejoining my, my father had come over in 1620 on the original Mayflower. We were coming over as most families, most women and children, came over several years later once some houses had been built and food had been grown and things were a bit more um, safe and secure. Right. And yes. I had Settled. recognized... Pardon? Uh, I said the the area was more settled. It was more yes. um, becoming to uh, women and children, I guess you yes. would say. Yes, exactly, exactly. But I had recognized the ship's captain, and I recognized him as my primary soulmate. And oh. that, in my mind at that time, equated to we would be very happy in a lifetime together. And Mm -hmm. things didn't go that way. So I did go on and and lead, for that time period, I led a good long life there well into my 60s. I I did marry another man because he did not um, come back for me when I expected he would. He left when I was 17 and I just didn't have any closure. Um, Yeah. And and I just got um, too hung up on that. Honestly, I just didn't didn't release it. wasn't gracious about it. Didn't move on. So there were some real lessons to learn. Um, and I, I did marry another man. A wonderful man was very happy. Had a large family. I had oh. nine children. Wow. Um, <laughs> and my my husband died. Um, in his 60s, and then I died in King Philip's War um, very suddenly. And they say that's mm-hmm. kind of the perfect um, setup, unfortunately, is if there's either strong emotional issues or sudden death, that there's, there's five or six um, reasons possibly that can lead to um, more likely to lead to a, a situation of becoming an earthbound energy. Oh, and wow. I, I died okay. very, very suddenly, Indian arrow in the side, just did not okay. know, um, you know, passed on, left the body quickly. But then I didn't leave because I became a combination of confused as well as very mm-hmm. stubborn, um, mm-hmm. just thinking, well, gee, you know, my primary soulmate said he would come back for me. He must mean now because he didn't mm-hmm. come back. So I waited for him to go home, not realizing he'd already died. He'd gone home years ago. Yes. <laughs> wow. So that was you know, that was the issue. Um, sometimes I deal with earthbounds, and I find um, either the person is waiting for someone to come back, say like where I'm at right now, I've I've run into several uh, people. For example, there was a person that uh, had died on a wagon train that was going through here, and her family buried her here, but they went on to California. And um, in the process, she was still waiting for them. So she appeared and wanted to find her family. Well, her family was waiting, and she saw them on the other side. So it was beautiful watching her run to them, and they just grabbing her and just, you know, so much joy and everything. So um, in the reunion, yeah, I, yes, in the reunion, in the reunion mm-hmm. on the other side, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It sure was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's. Um, I think ghosts are very, very real. First of all, um, very misunderstood, um, mm-hmm. very lonely, and I think a lot of times um, they can be treated with a lack of respect. Because no one knows yeah. who they are or what their story is or who they belong to. It's it's more like they're being chased out of a home because they're bothering the new inhabitants. Right. Or perhaps mm-hmm. someone wants to sell a property. And, and so there's just this pushing out and chasing out. 
but if if folks don't have the knowledge or the kindness or the goodness of their heart to help them get to the light, yes. help them go home. Um, so that's that's what I needed to do. I needed to mm-hmm. um, get get um, my own past life self to go home and. I was very fortunate. Um, quite a few friends and quite a few healers helped me. It took Good. multiple steps. It took it took three or four months, honestly, because um, wow. it was a pretty profound um, release and a difficult mm-hmm. release. They're very interesting to be arguing with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think we all have done that, though. <laughs> I, I was taking it to the ultimate, though. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so this this past summer, I was just able to go back to Plymouth Plantation. I was able to go find the graves of oh, wow. of 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 my parents and find the graves of of some of my siblings. Mm-hmm. I found graves in both Plymouth, and I kept hearing the word Marshfield, which having mm. lived in Boston for about ten years, I knew it was. The town north of Plymouth, and mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why I kept hearing Marshfield or what go I was there. supposed to do there. <laughs> go there, but go where? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I, I did. I did go to Marshfield. All I could figure out to do was to find again, find the oldest cemetery, and to go there. And I found what I was supposed to find. Um, immediately from the moment I, I entered the, the burial grounds and it was mm. just the front left area. You could visually see which were the oldest, you know, oldest mm-hmm. markers. Mm-hmm. But the wonderful surprise was there was a big, a big monument. Um, and I, I could tell I was supposed to go look at that. I kept hearing, look, mm-hmm. look. So I oh, went okay. over to it and, mm-hmm. They were um, mowing the lawn. I had to wait a little bit for the <laughs> gentleman to move away and, and went over to it and looked at this monument to see what it was. And what it was was a thank you to the original founders of the town Aww. of Marshfield. And I found my husband's name and I found my name. Wow. And wow. just being able to put Ooh. my hand on that stone oh, was... Yes. Very amazing, um, wow. and I was able to leave some some red roses. I had just been Aww. been guided to bring some red roses, so I just left them at the base of it. Mm-hmm. How how wonderful! What uh, you know, it's it's just absolutely wonderful. The information that you found out just by learning to listen, and yes. uh, my goodness, I I, uh, I mean. The things that you're talking about is, is what uh, you see TV movies about, and 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 read books about, and everything. And and this is just one life. Do you do you have any more that you'd like to share with us? Um, I do. That that similar to your um, example, Katerina, of of the wagon train. Um, I found that I was a a gentleman named Jesse Applegate in the 1800s, and I led a large group from Missouri to Western Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was really a journey to learn to forgive myself because those voyages were very dangerous. And I led over a thousand people. And people, wow. unfortunately, no matter how well you planned and how careful you were, people drowned there were there were um occasionally some some skirmishes with with natives or other folks that you might be passing through or someone could fall off a wagon and be stepped on by a horse i mean they're just okay. most of most of the issues were drownings that was that was the biggest mm-hmm. um the biggest issue um a, a few people um would just get sick too i mean these voyages went on for months um, mm-hmm. Some people would would fall. Um, you know, you're you're going through some rocky terrain, and we we walked. Um, those voyages were not ridden on the wagons like I had a vision of until I started to just really journey back in time and learn what it really was about. 
we, we walked. We walked about 13 miles a day, seven days a week for wow. four months. It was over 1,000 miles. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what what shape even the children and some of the older folks in the group had to be in to, um, you know, make that, make that journey. And exactly. the fatality rate um, was, was somewhere, I believe, around 7% on average um, for that time period. And I just um, became um, very upset as I started really learning about that life because what I learned was I had not forgiven myself for some drownings that occurred because unfortunately I witnessed my own son drowning and had to watch my wife watch that. Wow. Um, as well as a nephew um, and some other folks on that on that trip um, mm-hmm. drown right in front of my eyes and just no way to get to them, you know, just not wow. able to um, so save sad. them. So that was, and I can, that was a big deal. And I can tell it's still affecting you emotionally. I, I can hear the emotional turmoil that you couldn't help at that time. Exactly. Um, and interestingly, um, one of my my good friends was drawn to go to a, a gorgeous location um, called Ramona Falls, in Oregon, um, she and I were both drawn to go there. We saw a picture of it on the internet. Another mm-hmm. friend posted it, and we both said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Has to go there," <laughs> and we didn't know why. Uh-huh. And it was it was a good, um, serious hike. Neither of us were really in shape or ready to do this sort of a seven to eight mile hike. Oh wow! It took it took four to five hours um, on on average to do because of the elevation and the type mm-hmm. of ele- you know the type of footing and the crossing that you had to do of of water and just um, mm-hmm. you know that that type of footing. But she and I were both very very drawn to do it, so we agreed. Um, when we looked up where it was and saw it was it was a weekend trip, we could stay overnight. Um, she oh. stayed with her daughter. And I oh. stayed with a friend, and we met mm-hmm. together, and the three of us hiked to Ramona Falls. And what came in was absolutely astonishing, um, because about um, three or four days before the trip, um, and my my friend who went with me um, is Lori Regan, and she's published her story about um, her life at, at Ramona Falls. Mm. Um and what we learned was, as Jesse Applegate, as this wagon train leader, I saw her drown. So we were in two totally unrelated lives. She was a young Native woman married to the chief with several little children, and she unfortunately, um, as she was gathering water, just in knee-deep water, gathering water into baskets, a tree branch just fell and hit her on the head, swept her into much deeper water. And I was on the other side of the Columbia um, River. And I don't know if you know that area at all, but it is very wide, very powerful at certain points. I could not get to her. So it was another drowning. Mm -hmm. So there just were such multiple deaths in that day. I believe I witnessed five or six deaths that one day. Um, so that's Goodness. what I had some some trouble releasing, um, which is why you're hearing me uh, kind of tearing up on that one still. Yeah, really. Um, ha- has that affected your life this time? I mean, can you swim? I mean, are you drawn? Um, or do you just say, yes. I don't want to get in the water? I, or? <laughs> that's a great, that's a great <laughs> question. My family had a second home on the lake, and I love everything to do with with the water and boating, short of I was slow to learn to swim. Um, my poor mother, she put me in lessons, and I sat on the side of the pool and refused to go in. <laughs> One of those. But I, I clearly mm-hmm. needed to learn to swim because we were on a lake so often. And I loved the beauty of it, and I loved being out on it. But to be mm-hmm. in it and to put my head under was 
petrifying. So I really, um, I really did struggle with that. I did learn to swim. I did learn to water ski. But, boy, I do a really fine job of keeping my head out. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so there's still a little bit of work to do in that area. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, all the information you've been able to collect, and I guess because you're living it in the moment again, it really sticks with you. Yes. Yes, yes. And then another um, past life pilgrimage that I was very fortunate um, to go on was out to um, the beautiful um, Olympic coast, out to La Push, and was drawn uh, to go out to what's called the Shipwreck Coast. And it's, it's actually the area where they filmed the Twilight um, movies, the beach scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I found that I had a medicine woman past life out there, and wow. didn't didn't know a lot about it. Um, Darcy was the one who found that life, but I I verified it, and and it it very much resonated for me. And she heard my name come through as she who is one with spirit. And we kind of wow. joke and say, we, we, we hope I had a nickname, because that's, that's very lovely and very long. <laughs> I wonder how it would have sounded, though, in the native tongue. Of course. I'm sure that it of would just have flowed and been very beautifully pronounced. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I did go out and um, explore that area um, again with them. With, um, several friends who had been in that life with me and we had some some just very profound um, experiences on those beaches and were able to see um, some of what had happened, which we, we hadn't known um, what had happened. Um, and again, it was, there were a fair number of, of drownings. Um, the the tribe out there, um, I hope it's pronounced Kroyut, um, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, mm-hmm. um, is just known for being some pretty incredible saviors of Europeans and others going by and has saved many, 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 many um, shipwrecked sailors because those waters are incredible, gorgeous, but just rocks everywhere. And wow. folks just, you know, aren't knowing and aren't expecting it and don't know the water. So um, yeah. just a lot, of, a lot of that energy again. So... Those are just some examples, so thank you for, um, and to our audience, of course, for kindly listening to some long stories there. (laughs) Well, I want to kind of uh, regress to uh, something you mentioned earlier, because I don't know that much about it. Excuse me. Um, Tell me a little bit more about uh, past life sketches. I've never heard that term before. Yes, um, I had not either, Um, and what my friend Lori Regan does. Um, she is an intuitive artist, meaning she draws from spirit. So she does not have formal training as an artist, but she is just so gifted and spiritually awake that she is able to sit with someone and bring forth from spirit whatever art is going to help heal them. It's typically a life that they're working to clear or that they're stuck in that they may not be aware of. Mm -hmm. So I met Lori through another friend, and my friend Tim told me about this neat lady that he had met at a class. They had taken a a class together, and that she was doing something called a a light um, and love party and would be offering these sketches in combination with her business partner um, was going to do a tarot reading. So I agreed to go with Tim. This sounded very interesting and intriguing. And there's no promises. It's, it's, you, it's not like going in and saying, Lori, please draw me as so-and-so. I know I used to be this person. It's, it's the opposite. She just sits and connects with your guides, with her guides, and whatever spirit feels you need, that is what she will draw. It may be uh-huh. you in a past life. It may be someone who was with you in a past life. It might be one of your guides. It might be scenery. It uh-huh. might be um, an angel. It, it can be really anything. And she does a simple little little 
pencil sketch that is just so powerful. So I mm-hmm. met her. I purposely told her nothing. I'd never met her before, and she knew nothing about me and didn't want to know anything like most good psychics. They want the room to be able to connect. And she sat down and started sketching, and within about two or three minutes, I was in tears because of of relief and just being able to release. She drew me as Anne Warren Little from Plymouth Plantation. And she said it's the most light sketch she's ever done, and she had no idea I had been a ghost. And it's very, very light. It's just very, very interesting. And she got um, a few few, um, clues, too, um, and I was able to confirm easily exactly who it was. So that was quite a moment to be able to look at my face and know what I had looked like, because you, you can't find sketches from the 1600s. You know, we don't have photographs. But to be able to look at my face helped me send that ghost home. So it was very powerful. It was very, very powerful. Again, led to the perfect person. I didn't even know this sort of person, this sort of healer existed. Mm -hmm. And it just got more interesting from there. That was on, I believe it was a Saturday morning we met. And and had this um, you know neat neat event, and there were maybe a dozen people there. And the next, the very next night, Sunday night, I heard check Facebook. I'm like, why do I have a sudden urge to check Facebook? So I did, and I went over, and Lori had given me her business card, and I pulled it up, and I literally rolled backwards on my computer chair about four feet. I was so startled. And she had posted a new past life sketch that she drew sitting at home alone. She had no idea who it was or who it was for. She had drawn (laughs) a ship's captain that had brought me over in the 1600s. Wow. And it just went on from there. She drew two more people um, from that life. And it, they were coming in at about 48-hour intervals, and it was just kind of becoming I, – I, I hesitated to email her, um, Lori, it's happening again. <laughs> I don't know what to say. She's like, hmm, you're my first series. <laughs> wow. Have not well, drawn uh, a series before. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, with that said, that she was able to draw the people that you – knew, you recognized, you saw their face and go, oh, I know who that is in that lifetime. Um, yes. How about this lifetime? Have you been able to bring in people that you know this lifetime and see them interact with you in previous lifetimes? Have you ever had that happen? I'm just curious. Meaning, are there people in my life now that I knew in yes. previous lives? Yes, yes, I found at least 20 or 25, and then again, oh I, stopped <laughs> <laughs> I stopped counting. I stopped counting. And they just keep showing up, the same people, life after life? Is that, is that how you see them? Or, 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 or I, meet, I meet new people. There's a new coworker, or there's a new friend of a friend, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's something to, you know, to work on and to clear or to celebrate or to enjoy. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And you know, there's definitely two sides to it. And the, the sketches, I wasn't trusting myself yet. So what I did with the sketches, I took the sketch of the, the ship's captain, and he didn't happen to be drawn with any identifiable clothing on. It was just a really a, a like a head shot, you know, from the mm-hmm. from the neck on up, and there was no 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 um, cap or or mm-hmm. or hat on or anything. And what I did was. I took a photograph of it because I didn't have the original yet from Lori. And I had it on my phone and I showed it to about a half a dozen people um, who knew that individual now because I know him again oh. in my life now. <laughs> and I didn't say it was a past life sketch. I didn't yeah. say where I got it from. I just said, hey, does this look like anybody you know? Wow. Now, do you know him personally this lifetime? Oh, okay. He's the person that I met through Match. 
Oh. So that was that was how it came together. And every single person I asked immediately named him and said, "Oh gosh, how did you get that neat sketch of so and so?" Uh huh. Wow. So that is really the, something. The energy just comes through. So Lori has quite the gift, and she works two ways. Um, she either sits with a client and. And you're, you're hiring her, and, and she might be sitting with you at a, a psychic fair, and she's doing a, a wonderful sketch for you, or, or she mm-hmm. also does energy washes for healing. But she also draws from spirit all the time and doesn't know who they're for. So listeners are definitely invited. Go to Facebook and look at Drawings by Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, and you may find one of your own sketches there. And wow, they're, I they're, definitely they're, will. They're free for the taking. You know, if you have not worked with her directly as a client, she's got them going all the time. And it's just an amazing gift that she has and just very, very generous of her um, to to share them in this way. And you can Mm -hmm. also, um, she's also my my writing partner now and a wonderful friend. And she also has um, past life um, metaphysical fiction for sale at Lori regan.com l-a-u-r-i-e-r-e-g-a-n.com so mm-hmm. that's that's who she is and i'm certain there's other um you know there may be other um past life or intuitive artists but she's just the one that that i know and have been so um blessed by having her in my life well it sounds a wonderful wonderful connection there um, yes I I see that we're getting a little short on time, and I would yes. love for you to come back and tell us some of the other work that you're in. I mean, I know that uh, you uh, aren't you a Reiki master, or can you tell us a little bit I'm, of, of I'm some of the things at you're this doing? Point. I'm Are just you? A, okay. a Reiki level one at this point, and I'm signed up for level two in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and other things that I have going, I was. I'm fortunate to have a short story published called A Tiny Bow and Arrow. It was published oh. in the Spiritual Writers Network, um, Best of 2014 um, is the name of the book, and it's on Amazon.com. And Lori's mm-hmm. got a, a story in there also called The Gaia Experiment. Um, and I will have my own um, trilogy coming out, um, which is called The Flow, Plymouth Plantation, which you've heard mm-hmm. the long story about. It'll be the first oh. one. And then the flow two is the divine feminine, and the flow three I'm not quite sure on what its what its full title will be. So those will be coming out um, on Amazon and hard copy and Kindle um, within the next whenever whenever Spirit and I get that organized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I again I have thoroughly enjoyed having you on the show today. Um, and also, I want to tell the listeners, if, if they're listening live or, or to the replay, um, if they will go to Amazon on March the 6th, uh, the uh, soft cover edition of Yes, Virginia, There is a Heaven will be available. And as my gift to you, if you purchase the book that day, the Kindle version is free. So um, I would appreciate it if, uh, you know, you share this with your friends and uh, I want to again thank Gwendolyn Rose for being with us uh, today and talking about this all these wonderful past lives that she has discovered and explored and um, next week uh, we're going to have a, our monthly question and answer broadcast I've received several questions um, at, about the work that I do and and I think um, there was a, a question or two about Andrea Blake's uh, interview last week, and I'm sure we'll have some questions uh, about uh, Gwendolyn here. And uh, so if you want to tune in next week, that's what we'll have, our question and answer uh, broadcast. So um, please visit my website, uh, www.miracleadvantage.com. And, uh, again, if you're listening on March the 6th, please run by Amazon and purchase your Yes, Virginia, There is a Heaven book and receive your free download of of the Kindle version. So thank you for liking me on Facebook, following me on Twitter and LinkedIn. And uh, with that said, I will see everyone next week. 
Thank you for listening, and I will say goodbye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.